Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The year is with Red and Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> Red's never used a microphone before. It's hard for him, personally. Um, thank you for coming. I feel like we have 12 disciples. And we're going to, at the end of this, someone's going to nail me to a cross. So you're, you're volunteering. Already. Good. Oh, God. Do you, you have a hammer with you. That's, that is disconcerting in 2022. Yeah. To know and someone in the front row has a fucking hammer. Why do you have a hammer? Comes in handy sometimes if you want to hammer something. You're bringing an energy to this show that is uncomfortable. <laughs> this is an What's your name? Uh, what do you do? I'm a space car systems engineer. Ooh. So I don't know how that started. I didn't know they did. Where, what city do you do that in? I live in Germany, in Darmstadt. Okay. That's oh, nice. very impressive. Thank you. I feel like you're so smart, though, your social skills might be lacking. <laughs> I mean that as a complete compliment. That's a complete compliment. I think you might be a legitimate genius like me in red. And because possibly you might also have a hammer in your bag. We don't know. But where are you? How are you, red? I'm... Treat carefully. I was okay. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, this is the Year Is podcast. Every episode, we go back in time. We do a deep dive into a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, the most fucked up things from that year. That's what we're doing. We usually do it in my house. And we thought, man, we have a lot of people listening to this podcast. Let's do it live. Let those people come and see it. (laughs) There's going to be a hundred of them. At least. At least. And we miscalculated. Yeah. The demand, definitely. But thanks for coming. Listen, you're all we need. You're all we need. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is it. Red, are you in... How, we're near the end of the fringe, Red. How are you feeling about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go home. Is anyone here from Edinburgh? Live here? No. 
The people who live in Edinburgh are probably at work. Or they're in the Bahamas because they rent their flat out for 45 grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're like, well, I have a one-bed flat. Uh, that'll pay for me to go live in the Caribbean for eight months. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, I'm ready to go home. Also, at the end of this, we do a uh, cash prize quiz. Uh, it's £25,000 cash prize. So the thing you might not know is me and Red took online IQ tests, and technically we're the smartest men alive. Um, my IQ is 200, his is 195. You might have sensed an I- intellectual discrepancy between us when we speak. That's the five IQ points. But we will uh, randomly generate three questions from the computer. And some... You know what I mean? Is that a Polaroid? Go ahead. I guess stop. What? Okay, I'll carry on talking. Um, I haven't seen one of them in years. Oh, it's a Leica. It's an H-finder. Yeah. Not got a phone? Yeah, <laughs> but... Okay, fair enough. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, we, we, do, we, do, we do a quiz. Uh, I'm glad you got a camera, not a hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. We do a quiz where we ask three questions about history, and you go up against one of us and try and beat us. And if you win, you get £25,000. That's pretty good. He's no not allowed to play because he's too smart. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we'll see. We'll see. I'm quite confident I know more than he does. His knowledge is about space. Yeah. And engineering. How are you with history? Pretty good. Hello, Mr. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We'll see. We're not playing against him. He seems like a, he has a polymath vibe. What's that? Well, that's not good. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't know what a polymath is, you're not a polymath. A polymath is someone who's, who can kind of master anything. They're an expert ah. in many areas. Okay. Are you a polymath? You would, you, well, yeah, I don't know if polymaths name themselves polymaths. I think other people say you're a polymath. Just, yeah, just Wikipedia calls them. Hmm? Wikipedia calls them that. That's yes. How long are you at the fringe for? Why is it always me? Because you told us you had a fucking hammer, so. <laughs> we're, just, we're just talking to you so we know what you're doing and yeah, we can yeah. see your hands. <laughs> You started by saying I have a hammer, and then uh, you said some other weird shit, and then you just started taking photos of us. So you really, you actually have drawn the attention to yourself by being fucking weird. So I was volunteering to nearly to a cross if you wanted. Yeah, that's true. Be helpful. Listen, you're very helpful. Yeah, a bit too helpful. Okay, are you doing? You just watching shows, yeah? Yeah. Nice, nice. The worst. Now we're being trolled. I know. I'd rather be beaten with a hammer than have this treatment. <laughs> this is horrible. The worst shows. This is one of the best shows, actually. <laughs> Two legitimate geniuses that took online IQ tests and. Checkmyiq.com. Yeah, it's a great website. Check it out. You also can be a genius. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go back to a year in history. Who, other than this psychopath. Um, <laughs> Socio. Well, I don't know. How do, you, how, how do you gauge the difference, really? So you know what you're doing is wrong, but you don't care. Exactly. Okay. You know, it's hard doing a live podcast normally, but you've just made it really tough. But thank you. 
Should we get in the time machine? When were you born? 1990. Oh. I thought you were 40. I can't see you. You're just... 40 year old. Yes, yes you do. I'm a 40 year old woman, yeah. So, what year do you want to go back to? Not you, you fuck her. Um, 1911. Okay, Ooh. any reason for that? I think there was a lot of cool stuff in that period happening. Like inventions? Inventions and social justice movements and cool stuff like that. Like the suffrage, yeah. suffragettes, yeah. Yeah, and more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about you? 1832. <laughs> Why? I think we found a bigger nerd than that guy. <laughs> Why 1832? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, the pressure just got to me. That was the first thing. He's got wrong. a T-shirt that says nerd on it. He's just pointing out. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> I pointed at a guy and said nerd, and then his shirt says nerd. That is, what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> he literally just opened his The shirt. odds of that happening are so low. <laughs> That might not be funny, but that's very rare. Where you're going to point at some that like his shirt says Oktoberfest. What are the odds I just point at you and say Oktoberfest, and you're like, yeah, that's what I do actually. Thank you. That's fucking crazy. Okay, anyone else? Any years you want to go back to? No. Okay. Well, luckily we've already chosen the year. Red. What yeah. year are we going to go to? We're going to 1974. The year of Red's birth. Um, um, he looks for his age. <laughs> right, everyone, get in the time machine. Hold on to the person next to you, because it gets very turbulent. Only if you know them. Don't touch strangers. It's weird. You can hold on to your own pint. Right. You ready to go, Bobby? I hate this part, but he makes me do it. So let's get... Oh, my God. Jesus, Bobby, where are we? We're in 1974. Oh, let's turn on the TV. Why is Jimmy Savile hugging the Queen? Um... I don't know, because she has kids he wants to fuck. Oh, I don't know. oh Jesus Christ. I thought we were spitballing. Okay. I thought there was no wrong answers. Okay, well, this is... For, has anyone here got kids? Okay, why... What? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting into it. This okay. is how I do it. Okay, get into it. Jesus Christ. How many kids have you got? Two. Two. Bobby's got a child. This is for all the kid-havers. Uh, <laughs> or parents, as they're sometimes known. This woman had six sex tuplets, six children. Who's this woman? What's her name? Her name is Nicolette Rosenkowitz. Six children, all babies survived at in, the same time. In 1974? 1974. I don't know. I feel like I, I always wanted, because we had one. And if I was going to have twins, I'd say, fuck that. Let's get more. Because if you have three-plus children, you can monetize your children. You start a business. Yeah. Your business is now, hey, look, my kids all look the same. Give me some fucking money. <laughs> That's a pretty good business. You know, like, I wanted triplets and get them into acting. Because usually with acting, they have twins, right? Mm. And then one kid acts. The other, like, goes and pretends to go to school. And then they swap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but with triplets, my kids could work twice. 24 hours a day you know I'd be like hey you want to do a shoot with kids my kids have never left the studio that's what they're doing mm. well six sex uplets so yeah you've got six children who all look the same do, are they identical does it say that not identical well there's obviously not because some are male and some are female well they look the same I guess in the sense that they're babies yeah they would and have most been. babies kind of look like babies but they all survived um, 
That imagine a lockdown with with six babies, all of the same age. I I would let um, garbage men cough into my mouth. <laughs> I feel like take me, please. I don't want to be with six of these children. Um, the Gray Twins. Do you know? Do you know about them? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, uh, one of them was in prison and the other one went to visit him and they swapped glasses, so Ronnie wore glasses and Reggie, who's, who wasn't in prison, put his glasses on. Okay. One of them went to the loo and then said, I'm going to leave and escaped and then when they, he said, my, where's my brother gone? And they're like, oh, he's left. So he, they, they did a, a, a switch of room. That is incredible. Mm. And uh, the guy who just took his glasses off, technically, was that, which one was that? That was Ronnie, gave him to Reggie. So Ronnie didn't do anything wrong. Well, he did when he's, when he's yeah. No, his crime was removing his glasses. No, because he Not was in jail. Oh. So he had done something wrong. So Reggie. Reggie didn't wear glasses, went to visit Ronnie. Ronnie's wearing glasses. He takes them off, gives them to Reggie, pretends to be Reggie and goes, oh, we can go, and then, yeah. So Reggie's crime was putting on glasses. Yes. Not a crime. No, well. That's a great... That's I think a, aiding someone to get out of prison is a crime. That's not it? aiding someone to get out of prison. He put on glasses. <laughs> Who amongst us has never put on a pair of glasses? Exactly. You're no better than the Cray Twins. <laughs> no better. Have you, uh, would you... If you went to prison, would you try to break out? Depends how long for. If it was like two years, No. But if it was 20, yes, I'd have you drill a hole under the prison. Like your El Chapo. Like El Chapo, and come and take me with a scooter. The, pro- the thing is, the reason they could get El Chapo out is he had like an army of hundreds of men. Competent friends. Yeah. If a SWAT team came and said, we're going to need Red back, I'd say, Red, it looks like you're going back to prison. I'm not dying because you... Well, he was like, to escape the police, he was swimming through sewage regularly. And he was also like the world's fifth richest man. It's like, it's not really worth it, is it? Uh, Chapo. Yeah, you got £25 billion, but you spend your days swimming through other people's shit. That's like the opposite reason to have lots of money. Yeah. Um... The first McDonald's opened in the UK, in Woolwich, southeast London, 1974. Love McDonald's, big fan. Ray Ray Kroc, you guys know about Ray Kroc? Very fascinating. uh, Michael Keaton played him in a movie. Ray Kroc, he he didn't found McDonald's. The other day, Red said he found a McDonald's on a different episode. He didn't. He discovered these two brothers who had opened a McDonald's, which had everything we know in McDonald's today, the assembly line, the really quick service, and nothing like that existed at the time. It was, it was, you know, if you went to a fast food place in the early, like, 50s, 60s, it was like, you're waiting 30 minutes. You couldn't get a burger in two minutes. That's crazy. So they, they and they'd time it, and they'd try to speed it up, and it was like a little puzzle for them. Ray Kroc was a traveling salesman in like his late 40s who had failed and failed and failed and he thought like like but he was always looking for that next fucking thing and he discovered this restaurant and he thought this is it and he he said to the brothers let me open a franchise like he knew he wanted to get in there and take over this business and they said no we tried franchising the people we gave it to didn't follow our system and it was shit but Ray Kroc persisted, persisted, persisted. Eventually, he convinced the brothers to let him open a franchise. And he did, and he ran it like a McDonald's, and it was the second McDonald's. 
and that and then he franchised some other ones out but he went with like rich guys that he knew from a golf course where he wasn't even respected where he's kind of a joke and those guys didn't take the rules of how to operate a mcdonald's seriously so they again you'd go there and it wouldn't be like the mcdonald's we know today um, and then he teamed up with more working class guys, guys he related to who'd follow the fucking rules. And it, it grew and grew and grew. And he slowly edged more and more control from the brothers at, to the point where he realized the real business was real estate. So these guys owned the like intellectual property of McDonald's. But if Ray Kroc bought the land that the McDonald's were built on and then rented it out to the franchise owners, that's a whole new revenue stream. So that's what he started doing. And then eventually he bought the brothers out for a million dollars each. And there was a rumor that he promised them 1% of the net profits of all of McDonald's forever. But he said, oh, guys, yeah, I can't put it in writing. I'm sorry oh, no. because I can't put it in the contract. Uh, you know, it just would the contract wouldn't go through with the lawyers, but I'll give you 1% of the profits. And they were like, oh, okay. And then obviously he never did. But they never said that publicly. One of their, nephew, their nephews said that. They never complained. They died happy, man. They retired with a million dollars in the pocket, which in the 70s is like, you know, $10 million now. Yeah, which still, if you're his nephews and stuff, or. Yeah, they, that would have went, trickled down to you. Yeah, you go, I could be a billionaire. Every time you... Because it's unavoidable, McDonald's. It's absolutely everywhere. Yeah. It's it like, um, what was the guy? Pete Best in The Beatles. Remember him? Got kicked out and they put out She Loves You. That would hurt. You can't get away from The Beatles. But he, he tours now. Pete, what's it? Best of The he Beatles. He tweets stuff. He, he tweeted on Ringo's birthday because Ringo took his place. He said... Happy birthday, Ringo. 50 years has been long enough, so I think we should put it all to one side. <laughs> and Ringo is probably like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, he released an album called Best of the Beatles, <clears throat> which people bought thinking it was the best of the Beatles. And he's Pete Best. And he got death threats for it. It's Whatever. quite a bad life. He probably made a couple million. It's bad. He says his mum said, "Oh, they kicked him out because he was too good looking," which is you feel heartbroken because. <laughs> he, was mother. he hot? I don't. I don't think anyone was hot back then. They don't look it. <laughs> well, Marlon Brando, he was hot. That's Who, your one man. Steve McQueen was hot, wasn't he? Who was? Who's around in the sixties? Anyone? Ma'am. Oh, was that Frenchman? The Frenchman. Aaron, yeah. Yeah, I've got to go now, sorry. Yeah, he was hot. Okay, good. Well, that's sorted then. We've, we've found some. <laughs> but yeah, he was in the Beatles. He was their drummer, and apparently one night they all went out, and he said, oh, I don't want to come out tonight. And that night they all slagged him off, and then just John Lennon was like, I want him out of the band. And, uh, and then he gets kicked out, and then two months later, She Loves You comes out, and he has to listen to that song hours a day, wherever he goes. Well, he should have socialized more. Should have gone out. This is the, the moral of the story. Never miss a night out. Yeah. Because you might miss out on the Beatles. Yeah. Talk about FOMO, fear of missing out. Also, if you're in a band and you get the feeling they don't like you, never let them be alone. <laughs> Just be there all the time. I do that sometimes with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, me and Joe... <laughs> 
me and Jody were meeting up, and then mm. Red kept being suspicious. Like, Jody's our producer, the bald guy. And um, <laughs> we're actually, at the end of this, we're going to ask you guys for money. I know some of you bought tickets, some haven't, but we, we usually get the ticket price from the people who come because we're raising money for Jody to get a hair transplant. So... <laughs> Don't feel bad for him. He he lost his hair because he got really stressed out when he was arrested. I can't say what before. <laughs> he had a very stressful court case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. He served his time, and you know, whatever. You know, it's not like it's a kids' podcast. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus, Christ. we're not. You know, we're not doing children's entertainment. We're in a bar. There's no kids wandering around. And he's he sworn he won't do it again. He doesn't have a car here, so he couldn't okay, get stop. away quickly. <laughs> Why, why stop? <laughs> he served his time. Three months. Which was too short, I thought. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you don't find a body, there was oh, no crime. Oh, Jesus Christ. They just... They, they just found a bit of lace that the girl got for her birthday. And oh, no, my. Just a little bit of lace. And Jody said it could be anyone's lace. It could be anybody's lace. Oh, that's the eye, last eye she saw. He's, Anyways, um, he stopped recording. He stopped recording. Right, moving on. Lord Lucan. How are we gonna move on? Just moving on. Well, because like, what we're gonna sit in that atmosphere for the rest of the show. I'm fine with that actually. Okay. Yeah, that suits me. I'm done. I think we've done it. It was fun, but we can move on. Okay. Okay. Anyone you want to carry on with that? <laughs> he was liking it. That was his favorite bit of the show. <laughs> He, he didn't even get a lawyer, actually. Um, he went to court. He went to court. They just had a piece of ribbon. They couldn't get him on the, the murder because he just had a piece of ribbon. And he said, I don't know where the ribbon came from, but maybe it fucking blew into my car, like a fucking whatever, you know? So they couldn't get him on the ribbon. They got him on the tags on his car. Being, he was driving with expired tags, you know, and he didn't have an MOT. And his car was in a state... You know, weirdly, such a dirty car on the outside, inside, scrubbed with bleach, like not. You'd think a guy doesn't take care of his car, but Jody only Jody, much like the outside of Jody, it's better on the inside. Um, So the outside, you're like, this looks like a hunk of shit, but you get inside stinks of bleach and a, 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 a smell you would you'd associate, I guess, with like roadkill, but it's hard to place. And um, but yeah, they couldn't pin down because they got him on the car, the village he lived in. They didn't. They blamed him, which yeah. I think is against the legal system. Really, they didn't like him before that. They didn't. Well, they didn't like him before that because the other people who went missing, but. <laughs> There was others, and uh, they weren't wearing ribbons, so again, you know, the bleach car was fine. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's our producer. And he needs a hair transplant. Yeah, yeah, so that he can seem more approachable when he talks to people. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks so much for giving me a chance to come back into society. (laughs) You're welcome, you're welcome. Can we have a round of applause for Jody? A big round of applause for Jody. Prison works. Prison works. Three months inside for having a bad tags on his bleach car, and he's reformed. <laughs> okay, Lord Lucan. Another thing, you know, it's... They try, you know, when the other people disappeared... I say people, I mean children. And, um... Oh 
when they disappeared, they didn't they didn't connect it at all to Jody. Mm. Just you know. What what his business was he because he does podcasts now he used to record kids birthday parties and people thought why does he do this for free you know like and uh, everybody has different passions and his was birthdays and it just happened adults don't really have birthday parties they want recorded because an adult you know you don't want your birthday party recorded it's just a, a reminder of your impending death ironically so were the children's videos of their birthday parties. Now and watched in hindsight by grieving parents. So Lord Lucan also killed a chick. He killed his he killed his children's nanny. Yeah, well Jody would have helped him finish the job, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Do you know about Lord Lucan? Nineteen seventy. He's taking a picture, Jody. Good idea, actually. I, no, it's a good idea. I wouldn't do that. He, he has changed his name technically, and he really. Hmm? No, it's okay. You can do it. I don't know. He's like a vampire. I feel like when you develop those photographs, there'll be no one in them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did I just break the camera? Jody, he's he's getting angry. He's don't make Jody angry. You don't want to see what happens. You. You, you yeah, are an yeah, adult. No, that's right. Yes. Oh. When you talk, it gets more real. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the word prefers children is like very bizarre, like it's a sexual orientation. He prefers children. <laughs> uh. hmm. Okay, you can move on to this Lord Lucan fellow, if Thank you please. Thank you very much. He, uh, he, he killed his nanny and went missing. Allegedly. No, he did. No, well, again... Was he ever convicted? No, because he fled. He had a moustache just like yours. I actually looked at him today, and he did. Thank you very much. He was, uh, he was quite a good-looking guy, if I say so myself. Red's body was inspired by Jody's body, and his face was inspired by a different murderer. There you go. It looks a lot like... He's a hot guy, actually. Yeah, I think mm. it looks, you about to say he looks a lot like me. I wouldn't mind if that was the last guy. face I got to see. I'll say that. Yeah. So he was a gambler. Apparently, um, they thought about having him play James Bond. Really? Mm-hmm. He was a lord. He loved to gamble. He drove fast cars and uh, was at race speedboats. Cool, hot guy. Hot guy. Uh, lost he... all his money. He lost a lot of money. And then he had a nasty divorce. And he wanted to take the kids um, and have them under his custody, arguing with his wife. Went round one night, murdered the nanny. I don't know why she got it and not the wife. Uh, not that anyone should have. But what was her name? I should know that. I always know the... Don't worry, we're finding it. We're finding it. Why, I, Sandra Rivette. It's very sad that Sa- Sandra Roulette. Rivette. Oh, I thought you said Roulette, and I was like, that's a funny last name for a gambler. <laughs> I, that's why, why he killed her. I hate you, Roulette! <laughs> no, so she was bludgeoned to death, very nasty. He attacked his wife at the same time, who identified him as the person. Then... I don't know if an ex-wife is really, you know... Yeah. Uh, There's bitterness there, possibly. There might be, you know, a, a tough divorce. Yeah, but he, um, so his car was found, um, him not in it, his passport was at home, and there's not been a trace of him since 1974. If I look at this situation, I see an ex-wife, a dead nanny, and a missing man. Mm -hmm. I'd point the finger at her. Oh. Oh, so you think the wife killed the nanny and then him? Well... By the silence in the crowd, I retract my statement. <laughs> well, his wife committed suicide in 2017. That's very sad. 
Park. Suspicious. But there's been sightings of him all over the world. This is the great thing about doing a podcast about the past. If we said these things about people who had just died, you would think we're monsters. But if you wait 50 years, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because <laughs> everybody dies. In 100 years, we'll all be dead, and no one will remember us. And our name even being mentioned in the year 2200 would be crazy. Not that we'll know. Because or someone dead. might be doing a comedy history podcast in 100 years' time and go, in 2022, comedians and podcasters Red and Bobby Mayer were hammered to death live on stage at the recording of their podcast. By a fucking nerd. <laughs> and, the, and they'll go, who gives a shit? And their bodies were found very weirdly mutilated by their producer. <laughs> who was seen wearing their hair outside. <laughs> yeah. Jody has a wig now and he feels like a real man. Stop it. So Lord Lucan was, uh, he's been spotted in Goa. A man went to Goa because he was convinced he'd found Lord Lucan, arrested a guy who turned out to be a folk musician and just moved there from America, <laughs> trying to live a quiet life. There's another theory that he went to Switzerland and became his, he paid his like, high society mates to smuggle him out of the country and then became too much trouble, so they killed him. Or the other theory is that he committed suicide, which is probably the most likely. I don't know. He he's, doesn't seem like the kind of he's guy... He's going for his back. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you can't tell us you have a hammer and then just casually start taking things into your bag in the middle of the show. Oh, thank God. What is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's don't just worry, the way it's, it's been set up. It's just a poison blow dart. <laughs> <laughs> we like you. Yeah, we especially think if you have a hammer. We think you're a great guy. Okay. Um, anyone got any is, theories on Lord Lucan? Or anyone give a shit? No. I'm getting muddled up with a horse. The horse. What? What horse is that? Well, that horse that's stamped on the nanny and then disappeared. Shergar. What did Shergar? Shergar disappeared too. Oh, really? What happened? Oh. That I like is, that. Oh, that's nice. Was it the same year? No. Uh, when was it? Oh, shit, okay. Eddie, when was Shergar? Oh, I don't know. 80s? Oh, okay. We'll probably cover that at some point. Yeah, we will. Some that's a good one. We'll get back. We'll, we'll, when, we break, when we get to the 80s, this, whatever year it is, we'll shout you out. Huh? <laughs> that horse, they were banking on that horse for a lot of fucking glue. So, born in 1974, famous actor. Anyone guess who it is? Hollywood superstar. Big in, the, still big now. Huge films in the 90s. On a boat. What is this fucking game of trivia? Just tell us the name. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio was born. The environmentalist Leonardo DiCaprio, um, who tells us we need to recycle. I, I was watching um, Jamie Foxx on Graham Norton, and he told a story about how him, Jonah Hill, and Leonardo DiCaprio spent New Year's Eve in four different time zones on a private jet. And I thought, maybe, Leo, you should mm. not do that. 
if you care about the environment Worry so about your much. own carbon footprint. Yeah. And well, like, he's always doing those videos. And he, he spent the World Cup on, on this uh, the Shell Oil CEO's um, yacht just off the coast of Brazil in 2014. And, uh, and he's like, you guys, you know, you need to spread the message. He's like, you're sat on the boat of the guy. You talk to him. I think... Leo has a roundabout way of helping the planet, which is he dates really young women yeah. and treats them so terribly they think, I never want to be with a man again. I will never have children. Yeah, I don't want children. So then he, 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 he breaks these women's spirit, and they don't have children, and that's his way. It's like terrorism, and then he's stopping their carbon f- footprint. That's Yeah, you could look at it like that. Or he's, or just, he's just like some young rich women. cunt. I think he just... He's never dated a woman over 23. Do you see that chart? The oh. oldest they've ever gotten is 23, and it was... Um, what are you talking about with these people? Yeah, well, they'll just go, oh, my God, my mum loves your stuff. Is that a real... Is that a painting? And he'll go, yeah. I mean, I'm 36. If I was with a 20-year-old, how many times can you say, so what's your major before you want to jump off a fucking bridge, you know? <laughs> like, I, I've, even from, like, his perspective, it's horrible for them because they're just, you know, they get caught up in it and then the second he drops them, they feel horrible. Or maybe they don't. Maybe it's a transactional relationship and everybody's having a good time. But, but like, it'd be so boring. And I get, like, oh, well, he, he just likes having sex with whatever. But, like, in a relationship, sex is, like, 1% of the time you spend with someone. Not if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, I bet. I don't know. How much can you fuck when you're 45? I guess he's just, like, fucking snorting lines of Viagra and getting stem cells. Yeah, he'll he have the best stuff. Yeah. Um, Who can come more than once a day, you know? What are you doing? <laughs> can you come more than once a day? He hates talking about sex. That's, be, ask, ask him with the hammer. Uh, he can only come while holding a hammer. Um, <laughs> Jody? Um, There's a rumour that I've heard loads of times from people in the know that uh, when DiCaprio has sex, he has noise cancelling headphones. You heard this and listens to whale noises. It relaxes him. Yeah, and I've heard this from a lot of people. So Listen, I don't think we should start shaming people that wear headphones and fuck to whale noises, okay? Mm. Listen, everyone has their kink, you know? It might not be the kink you understand, but us whale people deserve respect. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Moss was born. What? What do you mean, which one? Uh, well, one's a model and one's a writer. Is there a writer called Kate Moss? Absolutely. Well, my answer answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> What does the writer Kate Moss write? Uh, books about models <laughs> <laughs> who seem really fucking boring. She, she wrote a fictional character called Kate Moss and she wrote it in, in 1986. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've not heard of her. The book's good? Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are, what are they about? Historical novels set in South France. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh, right. Like with witches and shit. And travel and stuff. No, it's like time travel. I like time travel. Oh, I like this. time travel. Kate Moss, the writer. Oh, it's got an E on the end. I just read Sea of Tranquility. It's by Emily St. John Mandel. It's a great book. It's a book about time travel and uh, alternate universes. I really recommend it. You think you'd change your name if you're Kate Moss, because she's too famous. It's like being David Beckham, the plumber. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you're yeah. writing a book, you got a, you got a. We finally man. made the psychopath laugh. 
So, so, so sorry. <laughs> I like him. I like him. He's, he he's, keeps me on edge. Yeah. <laughs> Jody's like, there can only be one psychopath in this room. <laughs> and I've got the trinkets to prove it. Oh, God's sake. Um, Rumble in the Jungle, Muhammad Ali beats George Foreman, 1974, in Zaire. Has anyone seen the documentary When We Were Kings? I've watched the fight on YouTube. Yeah, watch the documentary, it's brilliant. They, um, flow out, uh, there was a huge like, festival around it, not like this one, it was actually good. They had like James Brown come in, and the, Muhammad Ali was against all odds, beat George Foreman. But then you, they uncover, like, because the dictator who ran uh, Zaire, well, was Zaire at the time, he, Mobutu, in order for everyone to behave properly, he took like 3,000 criminals from the prison and shot them in the stadium. as like a, before the Westerners got there. That seems a bit harsh. Yeah. Imagine if you're there and you're like, I just stole some bread. This guy's a pedophile. I get, you know. You're pointing at Jody. <laughs> no, no. I, I pointed there and he happened to be Oh, there. okay. Just like when you called him a nerd. <laughs> that was amazing, though. <laughs> But yeah, it's a very good documentary. You should watch it. I think we should uh, start the quiz. Okay, here's... Guys, you've been a great audience, minus one person. And <laughs> you're growing on me like a fungus that I learned to be a friend with. And um, <laughs> so now is the time in the show where you have a chance to win 25,000 pounds. There's a legitimate chance. We have a sponsor, IQ, freeiqtest.com. If anyone can beat us, you get 25,000 pounds. You just have to... We have to get one question wrong, and you have to get more questions right than we do. So we can't... There can't be a tie. Okay? Three you, questions. You seem like a silently smart man. What's your name? Uh, Mike. Mike. What do you do, Mike? Uh, boring IT stuff. Okay. Are you friends with this guy? Uh, yeah. Oh! Oh, so you, he came... Oh, that makes it less creepy. Oh, I thought you were alone. Oh, no, that's... that's um, I think he was relief. reluctant because of your behavior and who you are. Um, <laughs> that's the main reason. Okay, and what about you? Do you Are you a genius? Fuck yeah. Uh, what, what do you do? That's a great job. You're a great person. But sadly, we have to go up against this cunt. So... <laughs> we. Are you ready for the challenge? I, I'm not... I'm already finished my social... <laughs> you have to It's a chance with 25,000 pounds Oh, Mr. Moneybags doesn't need 25 grand You can give it to her fucking charity But you won't because you're selfish Okay, I mean who Wait, Who gives a shit? Come on the last Horse riding The last people who need money Oh, disabled oh, okay. children Well, you didn't say the important part No, it's for disabled kids to sit on the fucking horse, obviously. That's a nice thing to do. So can you please do the quiz, and if you win the money from IQ, freeitqtest.com, our sponsor, then you give her charity the money so a bunch of disabled kids can be happy on a horse. Will you do that for us? No. You're such a fuck. He's reached his social quota for the day. I tax you with a hammer. (laughs) All right, you'll do it, Mike. You're the better of the two. Okay, Mike, are you ready? I'm just going to press the button and it randomly automates Turn the computer I don't want to see. I don't want to see. Turn the computer away from me. Randomly automates the questions. Oh, there's a quiz in front of me. Okay. I'll go with Mike first. Is that okay? Mike, 
What was the highest grossing movie in 2004? I don't know, uh, Matrix Reloaded? It was Shrek, Mike. What would you spend 25 grand on if you got it? <laughs> Ride a horse around some disabled kids. <laughs> you can never get on here. That's, that's, that was funny, but pointed. Um, <laughs> okay, on to Bobby. Hey, look, that was a hard one. I'm going to get a hard one, you know. It's, this is a hard three questions, so let's okay. see. Bobby, what number Henry was Henry VIII's dad? <laughs> so he's eight. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, seven. You're correct, Bobby. Yes. One nil to Bobby. Okay. What? <laughs> you had your fucking you had chance. Your chance. You can't talk now. You said your social time is done, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've run out your social quota. <laughs> Question number two. Which three men won the Nobel Peace Prize for physics in 2005? Middle names also, please. <laughs> Star signs as well. Yeah, I don't know. What was the question? Uh, the Nobel Peace, Nobel Physics. Right? Yeah, who won the Peace Prize for Physics in 2005? Yeah, I can't name any physicists. That's right. It was Roy J. Glauber, John L. Hall, and Theodore W. Hanch. I'm sure the rest of you knew that. Okay, give me mine. Is mine okay, about, Is mine about physics? No. Okay. This is a tough one, though. In the movie Dunkirk... What is the name of the place that Harry Styles travels to to save his boys? <laughs> I'm going to guess Dunkirk. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> Two nil to Bobby. Right, this is your final question. 25 grand slipping out of your fingers. Look, you know what? Even though I've already technically won, if you get this question right, we'll give you uh, the money. Okay, what was the name of the man who franchised McDonald's? No, I said that earlier to... Uh, the ep- I'm giving you an easy one. I'm you, this is like a test of how much he's been listening. Yeah, it's Ray. Yeah, surname? Don't, no one help him out, you fucks. Ray Cole? Nope, no. you're wrong. It was Ray Kroc. He told a 20-minute story about the movie that we've all probably seen. Yeah, you were close. You were close, but you didn't get the money. Give me my last question, just to, so I can prove my intellectual dominance over this man. Okay. stuff doesn't mean you have... Smart, you have to like it crazy, it does. No, it just means you might not like. I don't watch movies, so I wouldn't be able to answer a movie question. Well, because it just means someone is. Yeah. Smart. You can't always get what you want. You, you might, you might, you might find. Doesn't say you will. F- yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, at the end of this, I know some of you got tickets and most of you didn't. Um, we need. Look. This is a pay-what-you-want show. That's what they call it. We think of it more as a pay-what-we-want show. And what we want is... I think it's fair if you give us the same amount as the ticketed people gave us, which is seven pounds, because we've tried really hard for this show, and we're losing fucking money to entertain you on this. Now, I have a card reader. We have a bucket. You can pay by card or cash. I think some people, possibly, who've been more of a part of the show than we would have preferred should give us and they have really good jobs as engineers in germany and an air of confidence that we find grating <laughs> they should give us 20 pounds <laughs> no no oh no. my god <laughs> 20 pounds on the card tap tap 
You too, Mike. Just because you didn't remember the name, that was hurtful. Okay, final question, Bobby. What was the name of George Bush Jr.'s dad? <laughs> well, like you said, I have been memorizing facts. I've been reading every day, like, like the guys you see on those quiz shows, I go through for hours a day. And so George Bush Jr., he was, uh, he was a president, and his dad was also a president uh, before Clinton, head of the CIA before that. Um, and I'm pretty sure his name was George Bush Sr. You're correct. Fuck yes. Eat it, Mike. Thank, Thank you. you very much. <laughs> I look forward to you paying me and never speaking to you again. <laughs> No, thank you very much, you whoever were, came. It's fun, been great. You, you guys were great. Hey, seriously, listen. You guys were a great audience. This was really fun. Thanks so much for coming out. We appreciate thank you. Thank you so much. See Thanks, you later. everyone. Bye-bye. 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 That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also, I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.